What's up, everyone? And welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Myra. And my name is Meg. Welcome back, guys. Yeah, welcome back to a- another week. Mm-hmm. We are back. Extra special week this week. We have the Patreon people in the building. Yes, for anybody who is not familiar, we do a monthly live show with our Patreon peeps, and they are here in the chat um, asking questions, saying a lot of hilarious things, some things that we cannot even repeat uh, mm-hmm. on the podcast. So if you want to join in on the fun, make sure you check out our Patreon community, plannersandwine.com or patreon.com slash plannersandwine. And yes, you can be on air with us. hmm Yep. I'm obsessing over Meg's hat uh, for the people who are listening and not viewing. Yeah. Obsessing. It's giving obsessed. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, make sure y'all join us. We are so, I mean, these are my favorite episodes to record, honestly. It's just so much fun to be able to interact with the Patreon crew as we record, read some of their comments aloud. Um, and yeah, definitely join in on the fun if y'all like fun things. You know, if you don't, then don't. But if you like fun things and you're not an asshole, join the Patreon. That's yes. Sweet. Yeah. That's I was going to say, I assume you enjoy fun if you listen <laughs> to this, but sometimes we hate, people hate listening to. So, but you know. Well, yeah. That's why they're not on the Patreon. Yeah. Do they, the people say, random aside, do people say, you know, like how, how we used to say, that's the tweet? Do people say, like, that's the X? Nobody says X? that. No. no. Nobody is claiming that X. <laughs> it's so funny i seen this um like this job posting and they mm-hmm. were like all these social media platforms they want you to be on or you know be familiar with and x was one i'm like what the fuck is that and i was like oh, not think they had x for real like they people still x. say twitter even if i search twitter on my phone to find the app it still mm-hmm. pops up yeah. so like why did we even go through the whole pro- but whatever because Elon is still trying to make X happen. It's not happening, Gretchen. It's not happening. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Brittany said, nobody is acknowledging the X. Yeah, nobody. The app, the ex-boyfriend. Mm-mm. <laughs> nobody is acknowledging. None of that. But yeah, y'all. Anyway, we have a great episode for y'all this week. But before we get into all that, um, Myra, how was your week? Patreon crew, how was y'all's week? Let us know in the chat. Yes, let us know. Um, honestly, this week has been very chaotic. Um, it's been a week of chaos. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's just been crazy. Okay. <laughs> it's just been crazy. But um, it's just been kind of one of those weeks that's just like, dang, like. I've been working my butt off and it just doesn't seem like nothing is coming to fruition. Mm. So that's why I was like very heavy. And then a lot of like personal stuff was happening on top of that. And today I'm going to try to turn it around. It's still early enough, but Mm -hmm. today I picked Mm -hmm. up my groceries and they, I don't know what happened in their system, but they doubled everything that we order and charged me. No, they did not charge you for it. So, yeah, I had to sit on the phone with them for about 30, 40 minutes so they can go through piece by piece and be like, was this double? Was this double? Was this double? Oh, my God. To That's give me a so refund. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. They were kind enough to be like, you can keep it or donate it. You don't have to bring it back to the store. Yeah. Which, luckily, like, I have other friends that have kids. Because it's a lot. Like, Ashley's going to be on fall break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you, we, we 
picked up a few extra things since he'll be in the house. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of kids stuff. So luckily I have friends that can take it, but it's like, yeah. bro. Like, I, wow. It was Usually like $80 worth of you. Yeah. Usually it's like, we've gotten duplicates of stuff before by yeah. accident, but they've never charged us for the duplicates. It's just been like a happy accident. So that's wild. Well, I'm glad you were able to get that settled and get yeah. your money back. But and you got some extra food, but dang, it's so wild. Mm-hmm. Mason is all, also on file break, so yeah, what a coincidence! Yeah, did, did they get a full week too? It's four days, so it's okay. Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. She has this whole next week. Um, just all oh, perfect. They have together. the whole week. Mm-hmm. Very so this nice. Is the, uh, holiday too, dear. Hmm. The holiday. Oh yeah, yeah the um, col- the colonizer yeah. uh, Christmas. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like this is their way of like having that holiday, but not calling it that because they know one hundred percent. Yeah, and we also actually in our district, um, they get Good Friday off, but we don't call it Good mm-hmm. Friday. It's just a day off. Because obviously they don't want to have the religious tie-in yeah. to it, but it everybody knows it's Good Friday for teachers too. That's why the day is off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So, weird. Um, Brittany said because Brittany is our uh, resident Canadian Patreon who we're gonna go live with um soon as the Handmaid's Tale happens in the United <laughs> States. Um, she said it's Thanksgiving weekend in Canada, so prepping to make food tomorrow. Oh my god. Yes. That is wild. It is always so wild. Like, is y'all Thanksgiving always in October, Brittany? Like, always the same date, or does it change? Because, you know, like, for us, Thanksgiving is always, like, the last Thursday. The fourth or, Thursday or, or something Nove- like that, yeah. yeah, something like that of November, but the date changes. I wonder, is it like that in Canada, too? That's so cool. I cannot believe it's basically holiday season. That's insane. I mean, it's literally holiday season, and this year has just flown by. It feels so strange. So wild. She said it's always the second Monday in October. Gotcha. Oh, good to know. Good to know. I love it. Um, yeah, my week was kind of. mm, It was kind of. It was okay. I mean, nothing crazy happened, but nothing like special happen. I mean, we had a date night last night, so that was special and that was fun. Um because the place where Mason's uh where she does her gymnastics, they have this like parents night out is usually like once or twice a month where it's like a nighttime on a Saturday where you can like drop your kids off and go have a like a nice little date night. So oh, that's that cool. Night. Yeah, this is the first time we took advantage of it and Mason loved it. She was like low key mad. She was like, "Why did y'all come back so quick?" We like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. excuse got- us." <laughs> <laughs> you can stay there the whole time <laughs> but we thinking about you right. and she was like uh-uh i'm having a time literally had a time um and we went to this uh this new to us restaurant here that was really good um uh, so yeah we had a nice nice evening came back watched a scary movie um that was good i actually got dallas to watch a scary movie with me so that Tis was a win season, look at yeah. you there we go spirit. Yeah, if y'all want a new scary movie to watch, it's called Totally Killer. It's included on Amazon Prime, and it's really good. Somebody said on TikTok that it was like a mix between Scream and Back to the Future, and it's kind of like a funny scary movie. Really, really good. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, highly that's a recommend good one to have him watch when he's not really into scary. Yeah, movies. he he won't watch anything that has to do with like 
demons, possession, anything him. like that. He's like, absolutely, mm-hmm. immediately, no. <laughs> the spirit of the Lord is here. Can't do that. <laughs> the supernatural I stuff is, I, yeah, it's too much. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, guys, um, we're gonna talk about. Every a few of the remnants of the writer's strike that has now ended, get into some Kardashian stuff, some more Love is Blind, and just a lot more stuff is going to happen that we're going to talk about. Um, but we're going to take a quick break and then we will be back to get into all of the things. Yes. All right, y'all. So we are back. First things first, we have to, hopefully this will wrap up all the things from the writer's strike that y'all know is now over. Uh, The actor strike is still ongoing, but the writer's strike has officially ended and apparently they came to a great deal that was beneficial for the writers. Yay. Love to hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, But we got to talk about Drew Barrymore because apparently her main writers, I think her three top writers are refusing to return to the show now that the strike has ended and they have quit their job. So now Drew is scrambling to find writers to uh, replace them before her show comes back on October 16th. Ain't that the consequences of our actions? Sis, all you had to do was wait two weeks. All you had to do was wait. I mean, obviously she probably wouldn't have known, but you know, mm-hmm. you jumped the gun. She did. Big time. And double down. I think and that's the down. biggest thing. Yep. I yeah, so I mean, too. I don't I don't blame her. I, I feel like the people that was who was that other dude that nobody care about? He was coming uh, Bill, back to. Bill yeah, Maher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like his writer shouldn't come back either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be somebody that will take the job or whatever. Um, and you know, no shade, everybody gotta work. Yeah, but like, like you said, this is the the consequences of your actions. Like, I'm sure those were amazing writers, and mm-hmm. to do that is just like a slap in the face to them, like you don't care. I mean, it was a huge slap in the face. I mean, especially to the point of these writers were picketing their own show. They had to picket their own show because of her insistence on returning. And like you said, doubling down, not even listening to the initial backlash that she got. Because I I really feel like this would have been different. Had she Mm -hmm. listened to the initial backlash and been like, hey, y'all, I thought that there was a way we could return without, you know, um, crossing the picket line. Now I'm listening to y'all. I see that there's not. So we want to stay in solidarity with the writers. We're not going to come back. I think we wouldn't even be talking about this. Absolutely. Anymore. It's the double down, especially somebody like Drew, where people like want to like her. Yes. If she would have just like, you know, fell back where it's sure, you know, some people been like, of course she, you know, fell back, but Mm -hmm. she's the type of person that people want to like and want to support. Mm -hmm. So if she didn't double down, I don't feel this would be happening, but yeah, I mean that's, that's why she was y'all. that's why she was met with so much backlash because people do mm-hmm. want to like her. People like her a lot, but it's just like this whole like white savior complex that she just came out the gate with telling, you know, us that her show saved us from COVID and it could save us from this writer's <laughs> which is preposterous. <laughs> I don't know why wild. she did that. Like, do you not realize like most people probably just was bored when you yeah. started Nothing in the pandemic? Do. Nothing to do, Drew. Why do you think you're saving us? I don't know. She couldn't save herself. <laughs> Clearly. Or her own show that has no writers right now. So. You still in the same boat. I guess they like, we still going to have to roll with it. Like October mm-hmm. 16 is like in a week. Mm-hmm. That's and insane. They're interviewing writers. 
I mean, at least somebody, you know, wants these jobs. So I'm sure they'll be able to have them. But I just, mm-hmm. I appreciate that her writers, they really stood to their, stuck to their guns and was like, you know what, what you did wasn't cool. And we're not going to, you know, reward what you did by coming back to the show and just continue like everything is normal. Like, yeah, she's going to find people to replace them, but it's a hassle. It's not something that she can just snap her fingers and do overnight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's giving her some type of um, consequences. And I wouldn't be surprised if the first episode or two of her show, she acknowledges this situation um, and continues to apologize because this was a big, 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 big misstep. And like you said, like the gravity of it is so much bigger because of who she is. Like mm-hmm. everybody expects shitty things from Bill Maher. Yeah. You know I what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So You're nobody is the person that people like mm-hmm. and that's supposed yeah. to support and you just... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, like, what the PR team, what she was thinking. Like, how did y'all think that this was going to fly over? Like, did you think people forgot? I, I think that they thought that because of how well liked Drew is, then she would be able to oh, get she away with yeah. yeah, I really think that that's what they thought. They were like, you know, people love Drew. She saved them during the pandemic. Let's bring the show back. <laughs> uh, now she was the vaccine. Basically, she was the original Pfizer. Basically, she was she was Miss <laughs> Pfizer. Did y'all see Aaron Rodgers thought he was funny and he called Travis Kelsey Mr. Pfizer for uh I guess I don't know why he recently said this. Um I don't know, y'all know I don't I don't I don't talk sports, but I did see this. <laughs> he recently called Travis Kelsey out and called him Mr. Pfizer for getting vaccinated. Um and I think Travis Kelsey said something smart back to him, which was good. But it's just like, yeah, Drew is is Mrs. Pfizer, I guess. And yeah, because she saved us. Next. Well, best of luck to uh, Drew and her team. Yes. It's completely unnecessary. And completely um, unnecessary. I find it hilarious that mm-hmm. this is all happening within like, it hasn't even been a month. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm. Oh, you know what? That's what he said. Brittany said it right. She said, and then Travis Kelsey acknowledged that Johnson and Johnson owns Aaron Rodgers' teams. Team. Yeah, that's true. That's that's what it was. He said something like that. So you getting paid by the people who make vaccines? Go on, get get that check back if you don't support the vaccine. <laughs> Run that check back, Aaron Rodgers. Folks just be out here embarrassing themselves. Uh huh. Very much so. Very much so. Um. Yeah. Brittany said that she is in the find out portion of fuck around. Perfectly. Perfectly mm-hmm. stated. This is the find out portion. Veronica said all she had to do was wait. Respect her writers. I mean, it was that simple. Yeah. It was that that simple. Yeah, I think, it, like you said, it just came down to people just thought that they love her. Mm-hmm. She'll get a pass. Nope. Jeanette said Aaron Rodgers trying to stay relevant. You know what? I haven't heard about Aaron Rodgers since him and Shailene Woodley broke up. You know that actress Shailene Woodley? She was in the series. Um, What is that series that came out around the time of like uh, like Maze Runner and... Um, the Divergence. Yes, the Divergence series. She was the star oh. of the Divergence series and she used to be engaged to Aaron Rodgers. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's the last time I heard about him. 
That's the last time I heard about him. And also tie into the Bachelor franchise, Aaron Rodgers' brother, Jordan Rodgers, got engaged. He was on one of the seasons of Bachelorette like a few years ago. Um, he ended up being the final pick of the Bachelorette JoJo, and they got engaged and got married. And he don't talk to his family. Aaron Rodgers don't talk to his family. So everything, everybody is related. Everything. Aaron Rodgers don't talk to them. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers don't talk to them. His brother, or I don't know if he talks to his parents, but I know he don't talk to his brother. Mm. Yeah. Because they took the Pfizer vaccine. Probably. This probably has something to do with it. Interesting. Hollywood is so small. It's very small. And everybody is related. Everybody with everybody is kind of gross. Very whatever. true. Yeah. Very, very true. <laughs> Uh, okay, next thing we want to get into, and this is something that came up from, J-Bay said it's giving nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I definitely think that Jordan got on the show because he was Aaron Rodgers' brother. I totally think. Oh, absolutely. That that made absolutely. him, I mean, he's really attractive and that he just flew through the whatever audition process mm-hmm. of getting on the best show. probably asked yet. him. Yeah. He need mm-hmm. to audition. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so something going on on TikTok, there is a new makeup brand um, called Euphoria, and they just had their debut of their foundations. They came out with about 15 shades. Uh, about 10 of those shades are uh, for white people. <laughs> fair and beige. Fair and beige. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of lots of different shades of, of beige. And uh, not only did she come out with it, such a limited um selection of foundation shades for her initial launch only these 15 very selective shades but in the process of doing the PR for their lunch they sent the shades to different you know TikTokers makeup creators all that the shades they sent to the darker skinned black women um obviously weren't weren't even close to their shade they sent them their darkest shade because some of them needed the darkest shade darkest shade was literally like probably five shades lighter than a lot of these women and then it's being marketed very weird because if you like go on their website or go on like the Ulta website the darker shade looks like a dark shade Mm -hmm. and when you actually get Mm -hmm. it it's probably like a shade of that somebody of my complexion could use so it's some false advertising going on on top of some extreme insensitivity where well like I said y'all are sending out these shades that are not even close matches to these women I mean, it's a close match if you go buy off the picture on the website. I know. And they yep. model. Yep. But I I feel like they they knew the backlash that would have come if they didn't send it to people. So they were mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. I don't I don't know what they were thinking. Cause like this age of like content creators, especially on TikTok, like it's so real. Mm-hmm. Like Literally, I sent it to somebody who whole stitch on TikTok is this is the darkest shade. Mm-hmm. Like, what did y'all think she was gonna do with this? Like, just not not talk about it or anything. Like, that's her whole identity on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, it's just wild. It's wild that this is still happening. It's wild that um it's I seen like a very like nerdy kind of take on this that mm-hmm. their response was very much so. Uh, responded as if the foundation was a software like they were releasing it to a select mm. number of people mm-hmm. like it's some kind of a software but the issue is like we're talking about people's skin yeah talk about people's identity like you can't be like oh 
we wanted to start off with these few foundations. We have more on the way as if it's like iOS 17 or something. You right, know, right. The beta right. version of that. You can't do that when no. you're talking about people's skin. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, I mean, that's basically exactly what the founder said because she did address it and she was just like, we have more coming out. And it's just like, and she had all these excuses of, well, money and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So we can only do 15 shades. But even if you were only relegated to having 15 shades, you still could have done 15 way more versatile shades than literally doing like 10 shades of white and five shades of, of brown. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you could have, you could, if you cared, you would have made those as inclusive as possible, and you didn't. And like Veronica just said in the chat, it sounds like afterthought because it absolutely yeah. does. Yeah, we mm -hmm. like darker skin tone people aren't your demographic mm -hmm. because even like in the beta of like iOS or something, you're gonna send it to like different developers, like tech people, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like those are your demographic. But again, that is tech. These are people you are talking mm -hmm. about. You can't you can't do that. You're basically telling us that you know darker skinned people aren't what you think of when you think about our afterthoughts. Yeah. Yeah, like we'll get to y'all later. And it's like, what incentive do we have to want to support your brand then? Like literally. And why do you none. think it's fair for us to wait? Hello? Why do we have to wait? We always have to wait. Yeah. Like, we always have to real. wait. Like, she literally real. gave enough shades for, like, white or white-presenting people mm -hmm. to be able to use foundation and then, like, contour and highlight their face. Like, it's everything yeah, they that's need what the darker to be able to do are. that. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. It's contour for them. It's their contour. Yeah. And we have nothing. We have crumbs. And, like, you brought up a good point when we first kind of talked about this offline. Like, this is a really good idea because like the whole idea behind her brand is to have like this very healthy wearable makeup that if you forget to take off your makeup and go to sleep, you're totally fine to do yeah. that. I would love to be able to use something like that. And now I won't. I'm going to wait till another more inclusive brand steals your idea and does it. I'm going yeah. to give them my money instead. You it's know what I'm saying? Because like how many times like you just come in late, pass out or whatever, or just mm -hmm. like simply forget to like wash your makeup off and you know obviously you don't do that every time but it would mm -hmm. be nice to have a makeup that you won't feel super guilty yes. about leaving it on mm -hmm. but now that I know that I'm not like I didn't even think that darkest shade was my color like, no I, it wasn't I couldn't even do it. no so I'm now that I know that you basically are admitting that I am an afterthought I am not your demographic I will not be spending my money with you 100 percent yeah Rihanna got it your period give her a year Fenty she got hey, it. Y'all listening? <laughs> she got it. I think mean, she already on it. You can't tell me Rihanna ain't got her ears to the street. She always does. She yeah. always does. Yeah. And it's like, that's why, well, there's one reason why I love um, the Fenty brand so much because I really, truly give them so much credit for cracking the door wide open to having all these different shades mm -hmm. and like coming out the gate being inclusive and like darker seeing people not just being an afterthought like it is with literally every single other brand you know what i'm saying yeah. um and it still happens like you'll still go on a target and they'll still have you know mostly light shades or one or two darker shades like it still happens all the time it's just not talked about as much um 
And it doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel great. I know some people will never be able to understand. They will be able to relate to going into a makeup store and just your shade just not being there, not even being an option. Like some people will never be able to relate to that. And it's okay if you can't relate, but just be able to empathize with it and how that must feel. Because it is so expensive. Like we would have to like literally go into Sephora and hope that there is mm-hmm. something there for us. I mean, mm-hmm. thank goodness for like Fenty. I mean, Fenty's in Target now, so shout out to that. But period, we can't go into a drugstore. Like mm-hmm. it's it's been a while. I mean, I'm sure like it's starting to happen, especially after mm-hmm. Fenty shook the table with all that. But like, I would have to automatically spend forty fifty dollars on the foundation to match me, whereas somebody can start out like I'm just learning how to do makeup or whatever, mm-hmm. and go to a drugstore and spend like, spend like twelve dollars. Yep. 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 And you know, experiment and stuff like it's mm-hmm. expensive. It's just it is it's a black tax. Mm-hmm. No, truly, truly, that's exactly what it is. It's sad. Danny said, "Um, there's something about when you show the foundation on white paper, it shows up dark. But the minute you put it on skin, you quickly realize how light it is. Mm-hmm. Sounds like there were no PLC in the room. Well, it ain't no way that model." That was on Euphoria's mm-hmm. website was wearing that makeup. There's I know. no way. It was literally just yeah, false advertising. Yeah, yeah. It was literally <laughs> just no false advertising. Mm-hmm. Brittany said, and the thing is, you decide these were introductory stages. So you're saying people outside of that aren't your customers. So you only want to sell to white people. Yeah. It's literally what mm-hmm. you said. Nope. Yeah. It, it kills me to have like, this influencer kind of response to stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like the whole like pause and stop. Like y'all know how TikTok be like when you get a story time, it's very jump cutty. Mm-hmm. And that's how the response was. Like this doesn't come off genuine to me. Mm-mm. It's just, you know, something that you're just telling me a story time. Like you don't, yeah. you don't ultimately care. Yeah. And it was just like zero acknowledgement of mm-hmm. people feeling bad, people feeling left out. It was just like this really like sunny disposition of, oh, no. No big deal. This yeah. is why we did this. We got something for y'all coming later. Goodbye. <laughs> um, Christy says it's giving not for you vibes. One hundred. Very much so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany said my best friend in high school had that horrible experience. As we learned makeup, I could literally walk in by the lightest cover girl foundation to be fine. She has to go to upscale makeup places. That's real. And we had no money real. in high school. <laughs> like. Girl, this is why how much allowance she had to save up to buy one bottle of foundation. I did not even wear foundation in high school, and this probably has something to do with it because I couldn't find it. I, couldn't I didn't have the money it, yeah. to go into and buy any expensive anything like that, and it shouldn't have to be like that. Like it should be availability for everybody across the board. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like if you could only do 15 shades, you should have did your damnedest to make those the 15 most inclusive shades that you could possibly. Mm-hmm do to try to include as many people as possible but you didn't care you thought this was good enough and it's like why would you want out the gate for your makeup brand your brand new makeup brand to be associated with a situation like this and then to send it out to black influencers is if they were not going to drag you totally here like you didn't want to exclude them from the rollout but you were totally fine excluding them from the makeup itself how does that work how does that work this is just so crazy to me in 2023. Mm-hmm. It is so crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. 
Uh, Yvonne said, never had that experience with makeup, but that is my experience all my life with clothes and shoes. You know what? Well, that's, that's another a whole thing. Other, yeah, because yeah, when you go in the shoe stores, clothing stores, they always have the smallest, more petite mm -hmm. sizes and stuff. And then, oh, if you want that size, you got to go online. Go online. And they still do that. They still do that. It's, or you and don't it's have not anything fair. that's like trendy. And the no. sides, you get stars and stripes. Stars okay. and stripes. Or the, the additional tech. The how much more bigger size yeah. two three extra dollars for the same thing and it adds up it it does mm -hmm. that's why like now i don't shop with shops that charge more for like larger sizes for stuff i avoid them at all costs because i just think it's just shitty and it's yeah. not it's just not necessary it's yeah i can't control no you know what sides mm -hmm. i am that, that's not cool mm -mm. yeah Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, uh, it's a no for Euphoria. Best of luck to y'all, though, I guess. Um, no, I wish them everything worse. Okay, okay, Rayshonda. <laughs> <laughs> I wish them the worst. I, I wish them, them nothing the good. They need to ask me. Go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> right, she ate with that. She no, ate she with did. that. <laughs> she did. Uh oh gosh, y'all. Okay, so this is the next topic. Me and my roommate talking about this all week. Loki been dragging the Kardashians all week for this. So if you are familiar, obviously the Kardashians have their show on Hulu now. I think it's in like season three or four. I don't really know. I don't lost count because hey, I don't watch. Been on that long? Yeah. Well, they they're they're not doing it like like a full like in year seasons. Oh, okay. So like it could have been two seasons in one year okay, type of thing. It's basically yeah. just like a continuous show. Um, now, because I think it's only been on for maybe like two years, something okay. like that, and they're like in season three or four. Um, but yeah, so apparently on TikTok, there has been a clip going viral of Kim Kardashian singing Tristan Thompson's praises. If y'all don't know, Tristan Thompson is the low down, dirty dog that has dragged her sister and every other woman he's ever laid eyes on through the freaking mud. Um, and just humiliated, embarrassed them, um, you know, made them wish they were never born. He's the worst. <laughs> like, he is the absolute worst doggity dog there is, one of them at least. And so, yeah, Kim is like singing his praises, talking about, you know, sometimes people just aren't great partners, but he's a fantastic father. He's helped me out so much. He showed up to my son's games and picked him up from school and just really stepped in and always had my back when I was going through a tough time, her tough time being her divorce from Kanye West or whatever. Basically just talking about what a great father her Tristan has been to Chloe's kids and her kids. Now, I know y'all know Tristan has two kids outside of his relationship mm -hmm. uh, with Chloe. One, uh, the, the woman he was with before Chloe, she was pregnant when he got with Chloe um and then the other is the baby that he has had since he has been with chloe so there's 100 percent some overlap on both ends of that um the aunt of the first child came out recently and after seeing clem's clip and was like you know what i don't kept quiet for six seven years i'm done Tristan is not even in my nephew's life. He doesn't do anything for him. So to hear her talking about all the things that he's doing for these other children, acting like he's such a great dad, like you can't be a great dad if you're only great down to dad to specific kids and kids yeah. aren't even your own and you're not taking care of your own child that lives in the same city as you, mind you. This boy lives in 
LA as well. So, yeah. Third yeah. trimester, Tristan. I just, yeah. I can't, I cannot believe, like, I know that they are trying to, mm-hmm. you know, build something up for him or put him in a better light, but it's rebrand. Just, yeah. They're trying to they, cultivate yeah. a rebrand for him. It's not going to work. No. It's not going to work because one, he's going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And two, like, like the aunt said, like, you can't be a great father if you're not a good father to all of your kids. You can't pick and choose Mm -hmm. which one. And then these aren't even his kids. Yeah. These are like his kids' cousins. Yeah, not even his nephew because he's not married to Chloe. So you going above and beyond. It's just wild. It's Mm -hmm. wild that Kim is doing this because boy, ain't no way. Ain't no way after you did that to my sister while she is literally in labor getting ready to have birth. Mm Mm-hmm. And have her go through that. Like, it would just always be on site for you. And it's been multiple times at this point. I mean, let's just not forget that he knew that he had another woman pregnant while him and Chloe was going through this um, process with the surrogate. Mm -hmm. And at any time, he could have let Chloe know, like, hey, I got this going on. And I feel, I honestly feel like, and I mean, just to hear from what Chloe said, I think she probably would have made a different decision in that situation. And they probably would not have gone through the surrogacy because the surrogate was, had not been inseminated or anything like that at the time when he found out. But he let it go through anyway, knowing what he knew. And then Chloe found out through the media. Even once this woman got a lawyer, even once this woman was gearing up to sue him, he knew it was going to come out in the media and in the tabloids. He still did not tell Chloe. He still let her find out in the absolute worst way. So I don't know how you could ever believe a word that comes out of his mouth or think anything that he ever does is even a little bit genuine. Like, how? I can't stand him. Yeah, I can't stand him either. He's he's scum. Kim and he didn't do this to my I, sister. I ain't got a sister. And I'm pissed. <laughs> okay. Like it's, I just cannot believe Kim would stick her neck out for that. For what? For why? How is it benefiting you? That's the thing. And him and Chloe, according to Chloe, him and Chloe are not even currently together and she has no intentions of being with him again not to say i believe that i believe they're not together currently i don't believe that they're never going to be back together um but yeah i just feel like is it really even fair to chloe to have him that like that close to you and in your life like that because what if she is genuinely trying to move on and trying to let him go but her sister is popping up at fashion shows and shit being besties with this man who done dogged her out you know what I'm saying? They just have it was weird. She's they, weird for saying all this. She's very weird for saying all this, but then it's like I feel like they have this pattern of behavior in that family too. Because you remember Scott, you know, really dragged Courtney through the mud, and Chloe was like best friends with him the whole time. So it's a lot of weird, so weird. things that go on within their family. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that either. Like, just because somebody is your nephew's father, that doesn't automatically make him your family. And it doesn't mean that you have to treat them like family. And also what people have, TikTok has been bringing up, why they so quick to throw out this family world, where where has this energy ever been for Black China? Because she your niece's uh, mama. Well, I ain't seen y'all going, going to, to the court, court her. Yeah. Yeah. She, it was a whole, it was a whole it's only the men. thing. It was, it's only the men. It's only the men because yes, Black China sued them, 
But arguably, drag my sister through the mud multiple times is mm-hmm. worse. And you can forgive that, but you can't even be in a room with Black China and you literally used to be best friends with her. The misogyny is real. It's the misogyny for me. It's so real. Yep, yep, yep. And then it was another clip of Tristan and Chloe and they were talking and Tristan was like, yeah, you know, you're just my person and I don't know what would make me do this to my person. I don't know what's wrong with me maybe do this to that person because she's not your person and he's not your person, Chloe. Let, you don't do that to your person. You don't. Just don't. It. It ain't no. I don't know why. You just don't. <laughs> there are there are mistakes, and then there are choices. Tristan has made choices in this situation with Chloe. Choices far beyond mistakes. You know, we're not sitting up here being holier than thou, acting like people can't mess up or hurt somebody that they love. Mm-hmm. His behavior has gone far beyond that. Far, far, far. Very much that. so. So he has just straight up humiliated her and dragged her through the mud every chance that he's got. Um, so yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on with Kim this season. Is she's really trying to lean into this this uh, villain era of her life because she really been showing her ass <laughs> on this season of the show, and she's an executive producer. Like this isn't like a Love Is Blind situation where people have no control over the final product of the show. Yeah. They have a lot of control over the final they product of the show. Yeah, they, this is yeah. literally why they left E and went to Hulu because they wanted more control. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. I don't get it. But yeah, Kim, it's not working. Uh, Tristan still sucks. That's not going to change. So, and shout out to uh, his um, first child's mom, Jordan's sister, for airing that ass out. Because sometimes I know you try to keep it cute. You try not to do things in public, but sometimes you got to just air it out. And she was absolutely right. And the Kardashians have been silent. Because what do you say to that? You going to lie on his behalf? Like, what what can you possibly say to that? All you can just hope is, like, it dies down and sweep it under the rug. That's all they can hope for. Yep. Jamelia said, uh, he said, I have a world's greatest father hat, and that's that. Oh well, yeah. If he has the hat, that means it must be true. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I cannot deal with Trashton. I cannot. Or that family. But yeah, uh, yeah. Best of luck to them. Mm, worst of luck. Worst of luck, actually. <laughs> I'm pulling a race under this time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he need to get his life together and take care of all them kids. I know, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> uh, okay, so season five of Love is Blind. Y'all, what a difference a week makes. My outlook on this season has changed so much. It's pulled a complete 180. I will say I stand by my original comments that this is the best season of the pods. The pods was electric. The pods had drama. The pods was very, very fun. Usually the pods are just a complete snooze fest. The pods this season are the did best part of this season. Did we ever claim this to be a good season? We did. We absolutely did. Oh, I'm going to have to read. I, I ain't claimed It that. was before we knew everything. It was before we knew everything. I'm going to have to listen back to last week. We enjoyed it. <laughs> we were enjoying the season. <laughs> we were I'm going to edit that season. out. No, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> Because, man, I, I agree. The mm-hmm. pods, because usually you can't skip the pods. If, you know, if you're used yeah. to watching the show, you just skip. Mm-hmm. Who cares? 
we want to see the drama afterwards. But um, this was very good for the pods, and you needed to see the pods to understand everything. Yes. But my God, they are like they are on the floor. The cutting reform just scraping up stuff. Like we got to see them get their marriage license. Who yeah. cares? We've Why never are we seeing that? that? I don't yeah. know if I've ever seen that on that show. At least no. I don't remember seeing it. And then, I mean, nothing it's, else to show. It's only two couples headed to the altar. Two. It's only two couples headed to the altar. I feel was like it this three is. that went to the honeymoon or Mexico? Lord. So was it's three four. Four? Okay. four went to Mexico. Mm-hmm. One is out because there's currently a lawsuit going on with some alleged oh, that, um, yeah, okay. sexual assault. I meant three that we've seen. Technically. Yeah, mm-hmm. possibly happened in the, in the honeymoon stage, which is absolutely terrible well, and unimaginable. Yeah. So I don't blame them for cutting any of that stuff out. Yeah. Because obviously, like, that shouldn't be for anybody's entertainment mm-hmm. at all, like full stop. But then there was another couple that um allegedly the guy had some type of breach of contract so they had to just wipe them out of the whole show but they did a really crappy job and i'll let you kind of break down there because you noticed it first i didn't notice it until i saw it in tiktok but you noticed it when you were watching it Uh, yeah i mean because they obviously if that couple made it to the altar so obviously that couple is going to be there so you know they have those uh dress fittings tux fittings or whatever and like the hard cuts is so, it's so maybe I'm hyper aware because other shows that I watch have these hard cuts as they're trying to cut people out the, the season as well. But they had mentioned that Lydia brought Renee. And if you listen to that part, like it cuts away from Lydia. So you don't actually see her saying that in the same sentence, but you mm-hmm. hear Renee's name as if she brought her. But if you look where they're sitting, because usually whoever you bring, you're sitting as a cluster together. Renee's mom is there. Why the hell is Renee's mom there? Right. Right. And then you can tell, like, there's a few other people there for Renee as well. Maybe friends, Mm -hmm. family, whatever. And she's on the whole opposite side. Lydia's here. Renee's over here. Mm -hmm. If Lydia brought her, why is Renee on the whole opposite side of the couch? It's just so obvious. Because Renee had a dress fit in this way. checking out dresses yes and i really hope that they address that on the reunion because it really is so glaring especially because like i said we only ended up with two Mm -hmm. couples going to the altar and that is just i mean in the past we've had what four five like it's just absolutely wild and then it's two couples last Um, year we have four Okay, we had Zach and Bliss. We had Tiffany and Brett. Zach, name. Yeah. We had um, J- no Jackie and Kwame. Josh. Not Jack and Josh. Kwame and um Chelsea. Was it one other couple? I feel like it was probably one other couple. But even so, it's oh, still one uh Bean's friend and her dude that he Irina and Paul. Irina. Yeah. No, so I, not is that no, it was me. Mika or something, Mila. Micah. Wow. We're so bad with we're names. So bad. <laughs> we was calling. <laughs> uh, we was calling Taylor, uh, Ava the whole time. Like, the whole we, time. Horrible with names. <laughs> but yeah, they had four couples go to the altar uh, last year, Which and now we have, we have we have half. Yeah, that we're actually able to see, and two that ain't got no business being together. Let's let's be so for real. Yeah. Let's be so for real. None of these people should get married. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because we got to see 
the end of uh, the confrontation between Stacy, Izzy, and Johnny, because Chris was just there. He really did not participate in that confrontation at all. And they stretched that whole, like, let's get together, have a barbecue for, like, four episodes. Where was the food? <laughs> Where was the food? That's the thing. Like, food. There was no food. Hella drinks, though. Hella drinks. And that's what they are, like, saying about the show. Like, they have True. very limited food, but hella alcohol mm-hmm. to drum up the drama, which it will. Mm-hmm. It will. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just it was just very sad because it was really just Izzy and Stacy just sitting there tag team attacking Johnny. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm just like, why are y'all doing this? And even Johnny pointed out, like, y'all must be so miserable in y'all's relationship because like Izzy was just so pressed about what happened in the pods. And the thing is, him and Chris had already talked about any perceived inconsistencies with yeah, Johnny and the while pods. they were still yeah. in the pods, which that is why the Chris did not get engaged to her, but he has decided to forgive her, look past all that and date her outside of the pods. So and that's why is easy here so much? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't understand it. It, it makes zero sense. No. And not, you know, and them tag teaming, like Johnny said, that shows that y'all aren't securing y'all own relationship 100%. because why do y'all give a fuck? Why do y'all care that deep? And then for Izzy be like, yeah. oh, I'm so turned on because you you let her have it. Like, that's weird. That was gross. That was very Red gross. flag. And also, for Izzy to be sitting up there telling Chris, like, yeah, she said she was in love with me four times. Y'all was in there for, like, ten days. None of these words really mean anything. They don't mean nothing. They don't mean anything. She probably thought she was in love with you. And it turned out that she wasn't, and you dumped her, and that's fine. And now she's moving on and trying to date somebody else who seems better for her. Why do you care? It's so wild. It's so weird. And then the whole situation where Uche was trying to like explain what was going on with Lydia and Milton. Let's get. We gotta go. Why did Stacy have to go at her like that? Stacy was doing the most, and then just to get home and then be like, Izzy. Why was you doing all that to Johnny? <laughs> Why was you they doing all that to Johnny? Why did you tell they him in the moment, like, hey, this is making me uncomfortable? Like, if I was to go somewhere with my husband and he has an ex that's there and he's like confronting the ex about some shit that happened when they was together, I'm be like, Why are you pressed? It doesn't even matter how long Why ago are you pressed? Why are you pressed? Why this are you talking strange. to her? This is so strange. And then they had their little tiff back at home because, like we said, they're not happy. And then Izzy went and cried in the closet. Literally. I'm not making that up. He really was in the closet. He was in the closet crying. Like a toddler. That camera like person was trash for zooming in on his face as he was getting out the closet. <laughs> like You ain't had to do all that. And somebody was like, well, I can't believe they used that clip. What, what the hell else are they going to show? It's two couples. It's nothing else to show. Nothing else to show. It's nothing to show. It's, it's so wild because like you know like with it being more couples you kind of like cut in between everybody mm-hmm. it's like dang we still on milton like it'd be like like why are we here so long we get, we're getting extra because it's only yeah. two couples because it's only two couples so yeah um you know stacy and izzy they a hot ass mess stacy you dragging johnny is not gonna change did your did your boo bro that's not gonna change nothing sweetheart and yeah so they need to figure they shit out i i still think i don't know what i think now 
a week ago, I was like, so hopefully Stacey's good sense is going to prevail and she's not going to marry him. After seeing that, I'm not so sure. Because I can see, I feel like Stacy is kind of, mm, I don't know if it's an ego or what it is, but I just kind of see her kind of feeling like she got some type of prize because everybody wanted Izzy and she the one who got him. So maybe she'll go through with the wedding just as like a ha ha, I got him. Y'all wanted him so bad and he's actually mine, even though he is not the right guy for her. And it's like very, very obvious. In the slightest. In the slightest. It is so, so she knows it. She's not she knows it. She's, you know, she and she's not the type of person that strikes me as somebody who just wants to get married for the sake of getting married. She knows. I didn't think she was, but now after seeing how she behaved with Johnny, I don't even know what to think of her anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like she really, that really like brought out like a very bad, ugly side of her. And well, now if they don't get married, it's just because of her. Like I don't, I think Izzy is going to say yes to her 100%. He really has nothing to lose. Yeah, you got a whole house, daddy money loan. They fly private. Now you got to take her to that uh that army base. (laughs) And that house has plenty of closets for him to cry in. Plenty. So he said that house got a north, south, east, west wing. That that's a really big house. The house has two HVAC systems. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's talking about going fifty fifty on stuff. Do we know what Stacy's job is? I know we saw her like being like a, a exercise or something instructor, but that's that's not her primary job. Yeah, I it know. has to be like a side gig type thing. Yeah, I oh, can't okay. remember what they said she was. What's her name? Stacy. 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 Some. Stacy Mean Girl. Because she was very mean to Johnny, and it was just really. Yeah, I hope she watches that back and like is embarrassed. If they are married. Her and her and Izzy are gonna be doing that same shit at the reunion. If they are not together, she's gonna be very apologetic to Johnny at the reunion. Like it's only two ways this is gonna go. So. Also, folks got to chill on her makeup. That's so mean. I mean, it's something she could change. I think mean is when you talk about things that people cannot change. She can change her bronzer color. Yes, yes, she can. She got plenty of money. She don't have no reason. She don't have no financial restrictions. She don't have no shade restrictions. <laughs> like she can really do better. <laughs> they just have her down as an entrepreneur. So maybe that is her main gig. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It's um, the, oh yeah, she has her own. Like she's a makeup artist. They found her makeup um Instagram. She's the only client. But they did find her makeup Instagram page. Wait a minute. Stacy has a makeup Stacey, company? Yeah. And that's her color pro- Okay. She um, has not a makeup company. She's a makeup artist. <laughs> I'm at the fact. They found her Instagram. But she She's the only client on there. Because, you know, they take pictures of what they do. It's all of her. She like, loved it. She loved that bronzer too. Because there was one scene where her and Izzy at the end where they were talking, um, they were having a heart to heart about some of the inconsistencies with the things that he said in the pods regarding mm-hmm. his finances. She didn't have any makeup on, but she still had on that bronzer. Like you could tell she had on no makeup except for that bronzer. Okay. I can't believe <laughs> she has, yeah. Yeah, he's on bikes. All righty. Oh. Moving on to Uche and Lydia and Milton. We got to see the end of their confrontation as well. And 
at what point when you're just talking and talking and talking, do you realize that you're wasting your time? And I just feel like it was so obvious that Uche was wasting his breath. Like even when him and Milton were talking one-on-one, Milton wasn't even looking him in the eye. Milton did not care about what he said. I think the only thing that Milton was taking a note of was how Lydia was acting and how she was reacting. And that's what he was not feeling. He didn't care what Uche was talking about. So what was Uche's point? Don't let her come between us, bro. All right, I'm gonna hit you up on the group chat. All right, y'all finished. y'all close. Uche is acting like Milton is his little brother or something. Mm-hmm. Y'all met each other the same way that he met Lydia. Like it's been two weeks. He I hit mean, you up in the group chat. Like it's not that deep. It's not that deep, and also. Uche, if Uche and Aaliyah would have worked out, Uche would not be sitting here having this conversation with Milton. He wouldn't be caring what was going on between Milton and Lydia because he would be good. I think this is his way of trying to like get back at Lydia for ruining his relationship with Aaliyah or whatever. Um, but it was just a waste of time. Like he was not doing it to look out for him. And he even tried to say, like, yeah, I'm not trying to come in between y'all or mess anything up for y'all. Yes, you are. That's the whole point of you being here. This was a way for him to get back because he mm-hmm. sees Lydia as messing up what he and Aaliyah had. Mm-hmm. So that was his way of trying to get back. But you yeah. messed around and was talking to somebody who thinks things through. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Also, side note. So, you know, because apparently these contracts that these people signed for this season were just weak as water and they are able to just say whatever they want without the season being over. You know, Uj did a Q&A on his Instagram where he somebody asked him about why he didn't give Aaliyah another chance. And he was like, oh, I did give her another chance. We dated outside the pod. They just didn't show that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then Aaliyah has been on. She actually talked to uh, Cameron and Lauren from season one on their YouTube channel. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw a clip where she was like, Uche basically told her that she's not really his type. She's not his ideal type. Which is what people were speculating when they met. Everybody was kind of speculating that Uche might be on some anti-black type of shit. Mind you, he's he is black just to be clear, but he might be on some anti-black type of shit. And according to Aaliyah, allegedly that might not be too far from the truth, which absolutely does not surprise me given the rest of his behavior. He wanted to be the next Kwame. Oh my God. (laughs) That's what he wanted. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Uche. mm. What a fool. He's a fool. He's a, a fool. fool. It's just nothing left to say. And he's so mean. That's for no reason. He's so mean for no reason. And I think once we were talking about it, I think you said it best. Like he like talks to people like he's in a court because he is mm-hmm. a lawyer. But yeah. it's like he's talking to somebody who could be a potential romantic partner, like he's a prosecutor. And it's, it's just not do. nice. That's he not doesn't how that have works. a nice demeanor. He just seems ex- completely egotistical. Like he is just God's gift to women or something. And don't nobody want him home. Except Lydia, who don't even want him no more. She did want well, him. Well, I don't think she wants him anymore. You don't. When she came on the show, she wanted him. I think Absolutely. now that she has Milton, I think she does not want him anymore. Personally. Imagine being like, Let's start over from zero. How did you get here, ma'am? 
<laughs> that's question one. How did you get here? Let's start there. Let's okay. start there. Because there is speculation that Lydia followed him onto the show, and that's what he's pushing. So, I believe it. You know, allegedly, allegedly, but I a thousand percent believe, believe it, and I believe yep. producers knew about mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. were like, "Let's let's make this happen." So we saw Milton's family on these last two episodes as well, um, and they had a very very <laughs> interesting. Yeah, they had a very interesting reaction to Lydia. They were not buying what she was selling because Lydia went in there trying to act like they had some Disney love story and it was just fade and he's the man of her dreams. He was she's always looking for. She loves him. She loves everything about him, all this type of stuff. And his family is looking at her like, you don't know him for two and a half weeks, sis. This don't seem genuine. And they were real with her. They told her that it sounded scripted. Um, and it just did not come off very real. And hopefully that was able to knock a little bit of sense into Milton because I should I do think it did. You think I, so? Yeah, I think it did. Also, I 1000% believe that Lydia was practicing those answers on her way there. Yeah. Like it was just mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. Like you had an answer for everything. And it's like, that makes me look at you a little bit more specific, you know, mm-hmm. suspicious. Yeah. Because you don't have an answer for everything. Mm-mm. I think if those like questions, Chuck mom asked me some of those questions, I would have to sit back and think about it for a second. Like yeah. I don't have it, you know, off the dome like that. Right, right. It, she yeah. crazy. She's crazy. <laughs> she just wants somebody to want her. And I think Milton is that somebody who wants her. And I for now. I think that being with his family and seeing his family's reaction definitely got the wheels turning a little bit. I don't know if it's enough to make him not marry her because I just see him as just such, he's just such a, a kind, sweet person. Like if the the clips of them at the altar is really what's making me be like, no, they're getting married. He's just so, I just, it's hard for me to see him being in front of their friends and family, dressed up in his touch with her dress on, looking beautiful, and for him to look her in the eye and be like, I'm not going to marry you. I just don't see him being okay with hurting her like that. He's just too nice of a person. And I think he does genuinely care about her. So if they would have broke up before then, absolutely, that would have totally made sense. But it's just hard for me to see him. I'm going to be pleasantly surprised if he does it. And just to be clear, I absolutely want him to. I think marrying her will be one of the biggest mistakes he ever makes in his life. <laughs> but I think that was the only it. thing that Ute said that it. I 1000% agree with. Yeah. See, yeah. He's right on that, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, crazy. Um, I'm ready for this to be over. Yeah, they're dragging it out. Because why would they just release two episodes instead of four like they normally do? they just trying to drag it out even more. What like, else? They, they ain't got nothing else to show us. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, the next topic, I kind of don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to be real. It is. I'm going to just do a little quick, a little quick thing of it. Uh, there is a man on tiktok who has gone viral who has amassed oh, a very big following about, about i'm just gonna mention it quickly <laughs> he's amassed a pretty big following um and he is a um former school shooter i guess you could say i don't really know how to phrase that um where in 2004 
he committed a shooting at his school and um, he served like, I think 15, 17 years in jail for something like that. Um, now he is out and now he is like, you know, trying to talk about mental health and spread awareness and all that type of stuff. But one thing he has been doing is lying about the circumstances of the shooting that he committed. Uh, he has been trying to push a narrative of reverse racism, black people being racist against white people. Um, and he's just an all around asshole. And I just don't understand why TikTok is allowing him to be on their platform. Um, I don't know if he has been deplatformed yet. I haven't seen any more of his videos or people. I've just still seen people like stitching him and like poking holes in his story. Um, I don't know if his page still exists, but it definitely should not. He does not. Especially with TikTok main different demographic being young people mm -hmm. that this, um, you know, stuff that he did will directly affect, but, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's it's just wild. Like it makes me so frustrated because, and I, I seem to stick to that pointed this out. Like there are mm -hmm. black children who were gunned down, killed mm -hmm. because they had a fake gun. Mm -hmm. This man is still thriving, yep. been able to like not only get captured, serve his time, get out, still have a platform, and thrive from that, yep. and be like this whole motivational speaker from traumatizing a whole group of people. And even his his presence on the platform alone is re-traumatizing. Not even yeah. just his own victims, but I even saw um, the father of one of uh, of a school shooting victim um, mm -hmm. stitching one of his videos and just talking about why he just has no place here and why he should not be able to do this. How dangerous it is! How dangerous it is for him to be doing this, and how hurtful it is. And it's like if he genuinely cared about what he did and was genuinely remorseful, he would have heard that and he would have been like, you know what? I'm sorry. I shouldn't be trying to amass fame and popularity from something very terrible that I did. And I'm going to log off and I'm going to delete my page. That's what a good person who actually gave a fuck would do. Like whatever narrative he's trying to spin about who he is, it's clearly not the truth because if it was, he would take the hint and go away and he won't. As far as I know, he has not. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's, it's about attention for him. Just like mm -hmm. what he did was about attention mm -hmm. and he got out, he figured out, Oh, I can be on the other side and get attention from that. And mm -hmm. you know, he has 250,000 people mm -hmm. who is giving attention. And it is very, very dangerous because it's you know inspiring people yep. to do it and thinking that oh I could come out on the other like there's end. a life after yeah. this and there's things for me after this and it's like no yeah I mean it's just, just not I I'm sorry like I I do believe that people can you know rehabilitate themselves mm -hmm. but something that's egregious especially in this day and age in our country where we still don't have ways to protect our children in schools where mm -hmm. like kindergartners are really having to go through active shooter drills mm -hmm. like I, I you have to have that scarlet letter on you yeah it, it just is what it is yeah he should not be online he should not be creating a platform over something awful that he did if he truly and genuinely has changed and cares about making the world a better place he should be privately and quietly doing things in his own community and not yeah to fix that yeah. on his own time like yep. this is about fame yep. and yep. you know i totally blame tiktok and whatever other platforms he is on mm -hmm. that has allowed him to amass a following by not shutting this down because you don't have the right to have a tiktok no 
Mm-mm. As many people as they like mass reported for nothing, for nothing, and yeah. got rid of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's still here. Like that. That's shameful. That is it's very shameful. Very on the platform. shameful. Yep. Uh, Brittany says stuff like this is what makes social media scary. Scary. Any literally anyone can have a platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty and the curse of social yep. media. Is that hundred percent platform? Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick, f- just for even though it's a ho- horrible situation, um, I just I hope that maybe through speaking out or something, um, TikTok, the powers that be can realize that this is not cool at all. I know I'm sure he's been mass reported at this point, and it doesn't make any sense if he is still there. Um, but he definitely should not be. He should not be able to have a platform off of what he did. It doesn't matter. Then nobody actually died in the situation. That wasn't, I, I don't think for one second that that is because of him. That is truly just the grace of God and good and love. Oh, yeah. That Absolutely. nobody died. It had nothing to do with him. So he's he can get out of here. Um, I didn't want to end this uh, part of the show on that note. So I just added in one extra thing I just want to talk about real quick. Uh, Drake's new album has come out. I think it's called For the Boys. Again? Or- for the dogs, for my dog. Yeah, yes, again. And it's the same music. It's the same, <laughs> the same music. music. Nothing has changed at all. There has been no maturing, no growth, no evolution, none of that. And also, Drake is taking shots at like totally innocent people, including our queen mother, Rihanna, um, trying to drag her. Like he didn't say her, he didn't say her name, but he said a lot of things that makes it very obvious mm-hmm. that he's talking about Rihanna. He was talking about people don't think I'm over you. Um, you know, our situation really wasn't even that good, all this type of dumb stuff. And it's like Rihanna has two children with somebody else, and you have a child with somebody else. Y'all dated what like a decade ago? Yes, yeah, if you while. don't want us to think that you're still not over her, why are you still talking about her in songs? It sounds like you're not over her. That's exactly what it gives. And I mean, I don't blame you. I would probably never get over Rihanna either. <laughs> but I also yeah, he over the bag on that one begging for attention either because that's all you're doing and it's like Rihanna is a billionaire Rihanna is a mother Rihanna is a queen Rihanna ain't got no time for you Drake so I say oh, I would say I hope that I hope that Drake grows up eventually I mean he's in his late thirties at this point not a man has peaked this I, is who he is it has to be it has to be Ugh, sorry to that sad. man very sad and I would not be listening to this album because I was already mad at Drake. Because he has been very clearly like team Tory Lanes through the Tory Lanes and Megan the Stallion saga. And that was like the red flag of all red flags right there. So this Rihanna thing absolutely does not surprise me at all. He's very toxic. Um, he's very clearly a misogynist and he needs to let it go. He needs to uh, let it go. That man is so embarrassing. He's you are doing wrong. Live mm-hmm. your life. Yep. It's something in the water with these celebrities recently because I didn't even have this on the show notes. I promise after this, I'm done. <laughs> Doja Cat, have you seen the stuff with Doja Cat from last night? Oh, not from last night. Apparently, she posted a picture on her Instagram where she had on a graphic tee, and the graphic tee had a picture of a white man with a gun on it. Apparently, this white man is like this like major like white nationalist. And she has a t-shirt with the picture of a white nationalist and white supremacist 
on it, like a well-known one. Anti-black, and you know, homophobic, all, all the I bad mean, of things course, yeah. is what this man stands for. And she put up a picture with his face on. And then she took it down and put up a different picture where you couldn't see the shirt. But obviously the internet is forever. Yeah, once it's out there, it's out there. At but... what point is Doja Cat getting dropped from her label? Because she has been doing so much. And I mean, her music, I love Doja Cat's music, especially like some of her older stuff from a couple years mm-hmm. ago. But she's just not that person anymore. I don't know what she's going through, if it's mental health or what, but it, girl, it ain't. It's a wrap. It's a wrap for Doja Cat. Yeah, this is taking trolling to a whole nother level because she's always been a troll. Mm-hmm. But like, this is just, it's just disrespectful. Yep. Uh, yeah. Because even the whole thing with her fans, like, I was like, I agree, but, you know, this is not something that you should be saying. Oh, yeah. When she was talking about, um, basically, where she was like dragging her fans for liking her. Yeah. She, I mean, in a sense, she was like, you know, I present the music. I don't owe you anything more than that. But that's just, you know, with a platform that you have that you, you can't. She would have nothing without people liking her and her music. Yeah. This is so sad because it's just like, yeah, like like you can't just think you're going to make good music, but then just do whatever else you want. And people are just going to be like, okay, it's fine. As long as the music is good. That's what Kanye tried to do. And they still got him about here. I, it's just, yeah, it's just not. Mm-mm. it's not correct i mean i i get her from like the whole boundaries part mm-hmm. of it like you can't be like i bought a ticket to your show you know do whatever for me like they're still you bought a ticket i presented the show that's it you know but you do have to respect your fans too it's gone that's, far that's beyond it, it's gone way know. far beyond that at this point i mean why would you ever show any type of support for a white supremacists especially when you've already yeah, had that, controversies have anything involving do, yeah. racism so it's to me it's a wrap for doja cat like she's been doing way too much um and yeah it's just not cool yeah mm-hmm. i mean i don't think her label is going to drop her i, I don't know this white supremacist thing is 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 something else though i don't know we'll see i, I feel like this couple with the rest of her antics i don't know I think she is very much towing the line. And if they don't drop her, I'm sure they think about it. Like, this is crazy. This is really, really crazy. Um, Back to Drake. Yeah. Jamelia said he keeps coming for Black women and it's exasperating. Somebody said on Twitter that Drake keeps coming for women because the last man that he came for exposed the fact that he had a child to the whole world. <laughs> Rihanna is petty too. They, uh, she's not the one to mess Rihanna with. Rihanna don't care about him. Rihanna, I don't see Rihanna saying anything back, but she absolutely could. But yeah, Drake is a child. And I feel like in the situation of Drake and Doja Cat, both of them are way overestimating their fame and how much patience people have for them, especially with Doja Cat. Like I, Drake is not on that level yet of, of as far as his nah. antics, but Doja Cat 100% is. She's very, very much overestimating the grace that her label is going to give her and the grace that her fans are going to give her. So, we're going to see. Brittany said it feels like she's self-destructing. Yes, it does. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the the best thing for it. Like, the best, you know, explanation of it. But... (sighs) 
Oh, that's so embarrassing. It's a lot going on, y'all. Get your shit together. Mm -hmm. But yeah, y'all, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be back to wrap up the show. It's Meg and Myra here, and we wanted to drop in real quick and tell you about our Patreon community. The official Patreon tier is for people who want some amazing bonus content. You get an ad-free episode a day early than our normal release, monthly bonus episodes, and a bi-monthly episode of our Patreon-exclusive show, Shots with Meg and Myra. The all-inclusive Patreon tier gets everything we just mentioned, plus access to our exclusive Facebook group community. This includes joining us as we record our monthly live episode and monthly Facebook live. Get more info on patreon.com forward slash planners and wine. We hope you join us. All right, y'all. So we are back. And since the last time we recorded, something really cool has come out. Um, Amanda Rachel Lee's 2024 Doodle Planners are officially out there. I believe you can pre-order them or the pre-order might be coming up in a couple days. But I feel like by the time this podcast come out, they will be available for pre-order. And she went with a lot of really, really cute um, styles with the planner this year. She has like a, like a fuzzy, like teddy bear material for one. She mm-hmm. has like a denim for another one. So very cute, very different. Um, and I love it. I love her doodle planners. I think they're super cute. I have come to realize that they are not the ideal planner for me because I don't have time to do all that coloring. So if she <laughs> was to put out like a fully in color version, I would be all over that. Um, but she has not as of so far. Um, fortunately, Linda Tongue does have a colored in version of a doodle planner. Also, hers is really cute too. Only thing stopping me from buying that is just that I have way too many 2024 planners and I need to stop. But yeah, what do you think? Did you get a chance to check these out? Yeah, I haven't seen them, but I know in the past that hers are uh, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that she's still doing that because, you know, it's definitely a market of people who don't necessarily want to come to Bujo every week. but Or can't. Yeah. Or physically can't, like me. I mean, same. So. But, you know, <laughs> still like the idea and aesthetic of a Bujo. So she, you know, fit right in that market. And mm-hmm. um, everybody stands. Um, Amanda Rachel Lee. So yeah, I'm glad she has you know continue to keep this going. It's like the like third, fourth year. I think it's the fifth year actually. Oh, nice. She said it was yeah. the fifth year of it, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize she had been doing it for that long. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. But yeah, love those. Let us know if y'all end up checking those out. Also, uh, Goldmine and Coco put up like a teaser reel i would say um Mm -hmm. for some 2024 planners as well some of these like notebooks are already available on her website but i did not see the planners and the planners actually look very very cute um so i'm really really excited about those again probably not gonna buy them i got too much but they're very cute if you don't haven't already bought eight planners for next year (laughs) yeah i love that she uh you know went this route and uh did a planner herself i know she had one in target uh mm-hmm. maybe a few years ago mm-hmm. um and yeah and this one the spiral so you know i feel like she's making stuff for you know the masses yeah she had that like um the ring folio kind of thing mm-hmm. a5 and i was just like i just can't mm-hmm. I, rings don't do it for me but i'm glad that she has the option for the girls who loves the spiral same same 
Um, Veronica said, same. I cannot boo Joe to save my life. <laughs> Talking about Amanda Shuli. Thankful. I'm very thankful that Amanda does that because, like you said, like Bujo is such a cute planning style and it's such a cute, creative, cool, creative outlet, but it's just not accessible. I mean, I guess everybody can do it, but I'm one of those people who definitely get caught up and wanting it to look really cute and aesthetic. And I just can't physically, I just can't do that. I have not learned how to letter or anything to be able to do that. Um, so this is definitely a great option for people who you know, can't at least now, but they kind of want an introduction um, to it. So, yeah, I love that. It's a, you know, I always say like, I wish I would have took the time to like practice lettering and practice my, the way I write when I was younger, because it's so much harder as an adult and having other things to do Mm -hmm. to take the time out to like do 20, 30 minutes at the end of the day to just practice. But Mm -hmm. yeah, love that she has the option for people who don't have the time. Me too. Uh, Brittany said a lot of people who aren't planners already tried to jump into Bujo. Mm-hmm. And Danny said, I'm about to jump in my Bujo again. I'm, I used the Hobonichi for a week. <laughs> so you leave the Hobonichi and you're going back to the Bujo. You ain't even started yet. Maybe he used the older Oh, one. yeah, that's Maybe true. Maybe he had another one. Yeah. Did you get a 2023 one too, Danny? Let us know. Um, but yeah, y'all, to wrap up the show, we're just going to do a little quick Q&A with our patrons. They have been asking us some questions, and we're just going to answer them. I guess kind of rapid fire. We'll go to them, through them fairly quick. Uh, first one from Danny. He said, when is Amanda going to be on the pod? Ask Amanda, girl. <laughs> Comment on Amanda's Instagram and let her know that Planners of Wine would love to have her on the podcast. We absolutely love that. For sure, that'll be a good time. Yes. Uh Jamelia asks, are y'all going to the Renaissance movie? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got my tickets for that Saturday. When is yours for for uh the first? So Friday afternoon. Okay, nice. Yeah. Love it. Um, Veronica said, are you going to see the Swift movie? I am going to see the Swift movie. I'm gonna take Mason next Saturday. No. Myra's not going to see it. My crossover from the Beyonce Taylor Swift fandom just it didn't make it over there. That's all right. It's not for everybody. It's yeah. only a, a select few of special people like me. <laughs> select <laughs> few to stand both. <laughs> I love that for y'all. Yeah, I'm excited. I think Mason is gonna like it too because we we like a lot of the Taylor's uh, music. So I think she's gonna like it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Danny said, what are y'all thinking about Black Friday this year? Mm. I thought the BF was for boyfriend. I'm like, Danny, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is focus okay. on the show? This okay. is love. Right, right. <laughs> my boyfriend is my husband, okay? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, what are we thinking about Black Friday this year? Uh, I don't know because I have just been... um. I don't know. I haven't really been using a lot of stickers. I really feel like I have so much of everything. I really don't feel like I need anything, even like planners and stuff. Like I'm filled to the brim with my 2024 planners. So I don't know. I'm going to just have to see um, if some of my favorite shops have a really good sale and I see some stuff I really like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go in a little bit, but it's it's not going to be like last year and or the year before mm-hmm. where I was just buying all the things i just do not see it being like that yeah same on the planner world stuff 
I do have a list of games that I want to get mm-hmm. on Black Friday. But other than that, because I now I'm like into like the Xbox. I know how to actually play the controller now. So I'm finding cozy cozy games on there and I'm going to try to see if they come on sale. But um, yeah, I'm just not, I don't know. I'm just in a wave of like, I'm okay with what I have, Mm -hmm. you know? And honestly, like it's a lot of stuff that I have that I'm not using. So I just don't want to add to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm completely in my cozy game era. So if I get something, it's going to be like to, for my setup or games in general. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, let's see. What is the next one? Um, what are your plans for Halloween costumes for the live event? Unless it's a surprise that is for Veronica. So yeah, if anybody does um not know, this year on our Patreon, we're going to be doing a Halloween Facebook Live where our patrons are going to be able to join us on camera. So a little different from our normal um Facebook Live that we do every month that's exclusive to our Patreon, where they're actually gonna be on camera with us in costumes. If y'all wear costumes, I honestly have no idea. I haven't even really thought about how i know i'm gonna go to some spirit halloween or something before then and figure something out uh but yeah i'm not really sure yet mara do you have an idea of what you're gonna dress up as uh i'm gonna be pearl from steven universe oh my god (laughs) (laughs) no i don't think i'm doing that um i don't know i don't know i have a few (laughs) ideas but you know Mm -hmm. i'm extra and the ideas that I want to do probably won't be at like a spirit Halloween. So I would have to mm-hmm. create it myself. But um, I don't know. I haven't made a, a final decision. That's going to be neat. Yay. We got time. It's the eighth. We got time. We do have some time. We definitely have some time. So, uh, okay, next question. Colleen in our Facebook group. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Colleen. Colette, my bad, Colette girl. Uh, she asked in our Facebook group, uh, except for icons and the occasional character emoji, I've been firmly in my minimalist era for two years. Tell me why I can't toss all the old ish that I know deep in my soul. I have no plans of using. So basically, she's trying to be like, do we have any advice for that? Or do we have any experience with that too, where we just have all this old stuff that we know we're not going to use, but we just want to hold on to it anyway what do we think yeah no I feel her um I have a lot of stuff like like dolls and stuff like that that I just you know I'm just off that wavelength um I wouldn't say I'm like completely minimum but definitely not in the the era that I was back then that I still hold on to because I'm like oh maybe I'll use it one day or maybe somebody will want it kind of thing but I think I might go into 2024 and just purge it and just purge it I, I think I think I'm getting there. Okay. See, for me, um, I don't think I have, I've had very few things in my stuff now that I've had for more than a year. Like I've gotten rid of so many Happy Planner sticker books, like mm-hmm. so many random sticker books I know I'm not going to use. Um, So I really, what I have now is mostly stuff that I see myself using. And if not, I just haven't come to the point where I know I'm not going to use it. So yeah. I guess I'm just kind of in the in-between phase. I have a lot of kits and stuff like vertical kits, and I have not been in a vertical planner um, over the last few months, but I'm holding on to those because I know there's a possibility I could get back into a vertical planner. Like it's not out of the realm of, you know, possibilities. So I say, if you are, you should have like, do like three piles of stuff. Do like a, like a keep pal, a toss pal, and like a maybe pal. And put the stuff in the toss pal 
that you know for a fact you are not going to use and just be okay with letting it go. And the more you do that, the more things you put in that pile, I feel like the easier it's going to get. Because it was very hard for me initially to start getting rid of like all those happy planner sticker books and stuff. But then it's just like, I just honestly got sick of seeing them knowing that I was not using them. And I'd rather my collection be stuff that I know I can, I'm going to use stuff that I can easily find and access. Then just have all this stuff like piling up. So that's my yeah. advice. And I, we spend a lot of money on our stuff too. So that kind of, at least for me, it makes me want to try to get use out of it. It was mm-hmm. very helpful for me to find like one Chuck's manager has little girls that like likes to play with stickers and happy planners right up their alley. Mm-hmm. No no shade if you use happy planner stickers, not calling you a little girl, but you know. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel better to be like, hey, y'all can have this and have that it. At least, you know, it made me feel like it was getting some kind of use out of it. Cause some of these stickers books I never use mm-hmm. a sticker out of it. So it is hard to let go of something when you're like, damn, I spent X amount of dollars on this and I didn't use it. So maybe like try to find somebody in your life, ask coworkers or something, if they have people that are into it and would Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can give it to them. So it just, it feels better. And you don't have to know, they could toss it, you know, Yep. (laughs) once they get it, but you don't have to know that to you, you know, maybe they use it, maybe they won't, but that that has helped a lot. Yeah, and I've given a lot of stuff to Goodwill, and that definitely makes me feel better than just straight up throwing it in the trash. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if they throw it in the trash, that's none of my business. Yeah. I didn't throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I so, tried to rehome it. Yeah. Rehome exactly. it is definitely, you know, makes me feel a little bit better at it. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Two years. I think I think you feeling it, especially you, you know, you posting about it. You feeling like, yeah, this stuff got to go. Let it go, girl. Yeah. Let mm-hmm. it go. Uh, Brittany said, where do you see the pop moving towards in the future? Are we going to see planner guests in the future or more variety topics? Uh, I mean, we've already kind of started making a transition into more into like expanding outside of just the planner community. I mean, Mm y'all see from the new format of the show, it's really not super planner community focused just because, I mean, there's just so much other stuff going on in the world. And it's honestly not a lot of stuff going on in the planner community. And then honestly, I think that kind of keeps us going and it kind of makes the show feel fresh and new, at least to Mm -hmm. me, because we're just talking about other things that are happening outside of the planner community where, you know, obviously the planner community is always going to be a very big part of the show, but it doesn't have to be the whole show forever. And it's like, we've been getting some really good responses from you guys. Y'all seem to really enjoy the broadening of the topics and the more focus on other things um, because we're more than just planners and we want the podcast to reflect that as well. We can't keep saying we're more than planners and then have a planner podcast yeah, have a planner podcast that's just totally focused on the planner community. Oh, we just want a podcast yeah. that's just focused on the world and the things that we care about outside of planning. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I am not opposed to more guests. I think over the years, too, we've kind of pulled back from having guests. Like We used to have a guest like every other show, just about. And honestly, from the numbers, y'all prefer us mm-hmm. <laughs> just on the show anyway. I'm not not opposed to guests. Um, I definitely would like to have a more variety of guests and not just planner people because I think that what solidifies us as being a planner podcast if we just solely have people within the planner community. Um, I would love to have, if it's people within the community, talk something outside of um, planners, something a little bit more deeper. 
if y'all have ideas for guests we should have on the show who are outside of the planner community, definitely let us know. I mean, inside the planner community too, but especially mm-hmm. outside of the planner community, um, definitely let us know. We're always open to suggestions. Y'all can shoot us an email or um, send us a, a DM on Instagram on the Planners Wine Instagram and just let us know because yeah, we would love to look into that more. Yeah, yeah. I love the direction that we are going with with the podcast, and um, I hope that people love it too. We've been getting a little traction on TikTok too, so hopefully we get some new listeners, and maybe that'll even bring them into the planner community a little bit that we do talk about. Buckle up. Yeah. I mean... We're not responsible for... We are not. (laughs) Yeah. But you you know, they're going to get to tea here. They'll get to tea here. Thank y'all for the questions, Patreon crew. Uh, this has been such a fun episode. I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Once again, if you want to check out our Patreon, head to plannersandwine.com or patreon.com slash plannersandwine. Now you can actually do like a trial run of the Patreon for mm-hmm. free. Um, and you'll have access to the things that we post on that free feed. So not everything. Um, not You're not going to get all the bonus and stuff, but we're going to post like clips of different things. So you can just kind of get a little taste of what it is like to be in our patreon community so definitely For check sure. it out yes yeah, so this is stuff happy. that won't be anywhere else so yeah mm-hmm. definitely get a taste but um but yeah sign up same yeah. link for the patreon but absolutely yeah. free yep thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to y'all soon bye guys Hey, Grapevine. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Planners and Wine is hosted by Megan P. and Myra P. and is edited by Jonathan F. We'd like to thank our Planners and Wine patrons for their continued support and engagement. With special thanks to Daniel M. and Lisa F., moderators of our Patreon-exclusive Facebook group. For more amazing content, please visit plannersandwine.com or find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash plannersandwine. You can also find us on all social media platforms at Planners and Wine.